Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. In Habakkuk 3, it says this, the vision. What's the vision? It's that which God has already spoken. It's that which God's already given you. It's that, that which God has put in our hearts. It's going to come to pass in the proper time. It shall not delay. It will surely come. It will surely come, he says. It's like there is no doubt about it. Now, why does he have to say this? Why does God give us that verse to tell us what God says is going to happen? Shouldn't we always know that? Yes, right? But we have to remind us of that all the time. We know it's true, but we've got to speak it to ourselves. We've got to declare it. We've got to get it in our hearts and minds. What God has said, He will certainly do. What God has promised, He will certainly make come to pass. Every testimony of breakthrough in the Scripture is mine. Every promise of good in the Scripture is mine. I claim it. I remind myself of it. I break out of every doubt. I break out of every fear. And I make a decision to believe God in the midst of wherever I am right now. That's what God's called us to do. And then in Psalm 126, it says this, Those who sow in tears shall certainly reap with joy. Those who sow in tears will surely, certainly reap with joy. Your mouth will be filled with laughter and your tongue with singing. For the Lord will do great things for you. Amen. What are tears? They represent times of difficulty, times of pain, times of mourning, right? And he says, you're going to sow in tears. How do you sow? You know, the Bible says you're going to reap back what you sow, right? How do you sow something good unto God that's going to reap back in tears? You see, I believe this means in tears, in your pain, you are doing what's right. You are trusting God. You are continuing to go forward. You have pain. You're crying. You bring it unto God. You bring your burdens to Him. You, you place it at His feet. Every time you do right in the middle of your pain, you are sowing in your tears. Every time you go the extra mile, you might want to run away from your problems. You might want to do something you ought not to do, but you decide, I'm going to embrace God. I'm going to do what's right. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep trusting. I'm going to keep believing. God goes, you've been sowing unto me in your pain when you wanted to give up, when you wanted to throw in the towel. You kept sowing to the Spirit, sowing to the Spirit, Sowing to the Spirit, I want you to know something. You are going to reap with great joy and with laughter and with singing. God sees everything you sow to God. Everything goes into His accounting. He doesn't forget one thing. He says, be sure of this. Whatever you have sown in pain, in tears unto me, you put it in, into my hands, watch. You're going to reap back and you always reap back more than you sow. You sow one kernel, it comes back multiplied. You never give God more than He will bring back to you. He multiplies. He takes whatever you give, and He's like, oh, this is so precious to me. But when He gives you back, He 
it's multiplied. God says, man, you've had some difficult times. You've been doing right in tears. You've, you've been coming to me. What you've sown in tears, you just wait. You're going to be reaping in joy. Amen. I tell you, there's some tears stored up before God. It's going to be amazing when they get poured out back to us as a blessing. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says, Faithful is the one who called you. He will bring it to pass. This is so interesting. He says, He's faithful. So when He calls you into something, He's the one that's going to bring it to pass. You see, all we need to do is not give up. We need to hold on to God. We need to stay in alignment and trust, rest. It's sort of simple. Our goal is to stay where we ought to be with God, just with their faith, not give up. God says, hold on, just, just trust me. I'm the one who called you. I'm the one who gave you my, the God dream on the inside of you. I'm the one who wired you for what you're supposed to be doing in life. Isn't that true? You know God wired you. You know God wired you. God made you for things, not just to work, but to, to be fruitful in the earth. You know, as you get older, maybe when you're young, you just want to be successful. Oh, I want to be successful. When you get older, for most people, that temptation begins to fade away because you see how just ridiculous some of that is. And then you want to be significant. You want to be fruitful. You want to go, man, I, I want to leave something behind, not just money, not just this. I want, to, I want my life to have counted for something. God's made every single one of us that way. And there's something in you to do. There's something in you to get done. And I want to just tell you, God is the one that's going to bring that to pass. And as I, I'm just saying this, not just because of something, some, some kind of, you know, nebulous, whatever, way off into the future. I believe that there is a season now, as I've been saying, that we're coming into where God's going to bring his body into a new place of perfection, blessing, uh, fruitfulness. Isaiah 35, 4 says this for those of you who have maybe felt weary, like you're tired. God, when are you going to come through? Oh, God, God, one trouble and then another trouble and then another trouble. You know, how many of you can relate with that? You ever been in a season like one trouble, another trouble, one problem, another problem, one issue, another issue? Isaiah 35, 4 says this, strengthen those hands that are weak. And make firm those feeble knees. And say to those who are fearful hearted, Be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, He's going to come and deliver you. Yay! Isn't that good? Now, <clears throat> look what He's saying here. He's going to come against those who've come against you. Now, you're not supposed to be putting pictures of people in your mind when he says that, right? Oh, no, my boss or my, you know, that person in the other office. See, he says he's going to come against the person, those that have come against you. I believe he's talking about spiritual things. And Paul says very clearly, you have spiritual entities that are arrayed against you. It's not just some kind of poetic language to say we have problems. 
No, he is saying there are entities behind those problems. They know your weaknesses. They know your mindsets. They are, they are plotting and planning to bring you down. They've already caused so much trouble in your life. Do you realize that? And God says, guess what? God's going to come and deliver you from all your enemies. He's coming with vengeance. Praise God. I don't mind that. I can just whoa, get into seeing him and the devil. And he's going to do it even through us. Amen. But he's going to come with vengeance. And he's going to bring recompense and save us and bless us at the same time. Think about this. And this is what he says. Say to the one who is weak, be strong because God is going to do this. Look what God's saying here. You see, it's much lesser of a victory if you rejoice after it happens. God, the great glory of, of, of our opportunity is that in the middle of our troubles, before we physically see the answer, God says, I want you to rejoice now. You who are weak, be strong now. Why? Because you can be assured I'm going to come through for you. Wow. That's amazing. And you see, the break, that's, that's the greater breakthrough. The greatest breakthroughs are when we walk in faith and we trust God when nothing has changed. God goes, oh, he, he believes me so much. He trusts me so much. And that's what God's always trying to get us to do. And that's exactly what this word says. God's going to do this. God's going to do that. He'll surely come. Say to the one who's weak right now, you be strong. It's going to happen. 